another historic day. The Bitcoin ETFs have officially launched already almost $2 billion in trading volume. And this day is just getting started. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. And this just in, Kathy Wood says at least 25% of her financial net worth is in Bitcoin. That's what's up. She also says Bitcoin at 600,000 by 2030 is her base case. And her bull case is now 1.5 million per Bitcoin by 2030. Send it. Also, quitting Max Kaiser, shout out to Michael Saylor, who took Bitcoin out of the Ishcoin gutter and set the stage for today's ETF approval. He also says today is the end of the beginning for Bitcoin. The middle will mark the biggest explosion in market cap with huge price gains for BTC, 220,000 per coin in play send it. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing the latest with the trading volumes of the market, as well as the latest updates from the top ETF analyst, James Safart, as well as Eric Balchunas, as well as Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, predicts Bitcoin will soon hit 150,000 as the SEC approves the Bitcoin ETFs. He says, I will be buying more Bitcoin. Buy the dips, family, and buy the tops. Just keep buying. Also, $12 trillion Bitcoin market cap incoming predicts Anthony Scaramucci of Skybridge Capital. I'll be sharing his timeline. We'll also be discussing the latest from Samson Mao, as well as his prediction with the Omega Candles incoming. If you're not familiar with an Omega Candle, it means $100,000 daily candles. We'll be discussing why that is. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Today is January 11th, 2024, another historic day in the Bitcoin market as the Bitcoin ETFs have officially launched just a few hours ago. There's already roughly $2 billion in volume. And on top of that, we already reached a 22-month new high of roughly $49,000 per Bitcoin. And I think we're going to have continued extreme volatility, a lot going on in the markets. So let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. You can see here on Coin360, virtually every crypto is pumping as the market cap continues gaining momentum. We got Bitcoin up 2.6%, Ether up 6.8%, Cardano up 15%, Solana up 6%, BNB 4%, XRP even up 5%. The biggest gainer I see is uh, Ethereum Classic up over 40% and Polkadot crushing it as well, up 16% on the day. And checking out for the past month to get a more broader perspective, you can see here, uh, Bitcoin still up 2% on the month, Ether up 6%, Cardano 15%, everything's a pumping. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, let's get a refresh for the latest data. We're currently at 1.78 trillion, up roughly 5% on the day. 24 hour volume is up 133 billion right now, up 48%. Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 51.5%. We touched 54, I think that was a couple of days ago. We have the Ether dominance, which bottomed out at 15.9% on our live stream a few days ago, but trading back, I mean, the dominance at 17.6%, gaining momentum. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Ethereum Classic, up over 40%. We got Ethereum name service, I don't even know what that is, up 35%, followed by SUI, up 
26%. Below that, Tezos, Bonk, Astar, Flow, Mantle, and Polkadot. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run? Let me know in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the day. As you can see, everything is lit and going bonkers right now, including Bonk up 20%, ENS 36%, virtually every crypto in the top 100 in the green minus three. So that's 97 out of 100. And zooming out on the monthly, big gainers, ENS 153%, say almost 200%, Ordi 51%, Mina 50%, EHEX 96%, ARB almost 90%, Osmo 100%, Stacks 90%, Satoshi Vision 92%, Hex 93%, Aster 95%, ICP 134%, just massive gainers overall. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, guess what? We're back in extreme greed, rated a 76 on the day. Yesterday a 73, last week a 68, and last month a 67. In greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How many of you are bullish on the back of this news? Please do let me know. But anyways, fam, we're going to get the show on the road. Discuss 50,000 to me is the next logical target. So here's the latest technical analysis. We'll check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Says here, first ETF trading day can blast Bitcoin's price pass. 50 G's, baby. Here's why. The crypto space witnessed a historic moment yesterday with the approval of all 11 spot Bitcoin ETFs, a development that has been eagerly anticipated since the Winklevoss twins filed for the first proposed Bitcoin ETF all the way back on July 1st of 2013. So it's been 11 years, fam. This pivotal evident uh, event coincides with the 15th anniversary of Hal Finney's tweet, running Bitcoin, marking a symbolic milestone in the digital currencies journey. That's right. Rest in peace, Hal Finney. Despite the monumental approval of the US SEC, Bitcoin's price reaction was muted, maintaining stability around that 46,000 level. This suggests that the approval had already been factored into the market price. Well, I guess it's because of the fake out. Let's be honest. Bitcoin pumped on the fake out two days ago to 48 within minutes. And then Gary tweeted, oh, we didn't approve that. You know, our account was compromised and it kind of set things back. And we had the real launch or I should say approval yesterday. But guess what happened? I feel like it was sabotage because there was a lot of fear, uncertainty and doubt ultimately fud in the markets because people didn't know what to believe. But now it's all across the mainstream media, it's all over TV, and everyone's just hearing about it now as the ETFs are now officially trading. Spot ETFs as opposed to futures necessitate the acquisition of physical Bitcoin by the issuers, thereby exerting direct buying pressure onto the markets. This aspect combined with the high conviction a conviction amongst the hodlers and the historic low Bitcoin reserves, that's right, supply shock incoming fam, sets the stage for potentially volatile price movements, which is precisely what we're witnessing right now. So here's the staggering Bitcoin inflow projections for day one. Projections for ETF inflows, according to Bloomberg analysts, they're anticipating 4 billion in inflows on the first trading day. And we already got word uh, maybe about 20 minutes ago, there's roughly 1.8 billion already in inflows. So already halfway to that target. Personally, I think we can blow past it. What do you guys think? With issuers collectively contributing 312 million in Bitcoin seeding, BlackRock's ETF is particularly notable with an expected 2 billion worth of inflows as per Bloomberg analysts. Now, Standard Chartered recently projected that 2024 can see 100 billion in spot Bitcoin ETF inflows with a potential Bitcoin price reaching 200,000 per coin by the end of 2025, as I covered in great detail in yesterday's pod. Mike Alfred,
Alfred, a Bitcoin expert, commented on the potential scale of these inflows. Quoting him here, Bitwise has confirmed they have 100 million plus of investor commitments for tomorrow, day one, which is now today. I am certain BlackRock is hopping for three to four or hoping for three to four billion. Invesco Galaxy will also come out swinging. There's a lot of corn. Hope the exchanges are ready. And Tor Demeester, a research analyst, highlighted the significance of the ongoing fee war amongst the issuers, suggesting that the intense competition reflects expectations of substantial capital inflows. The intensity of the Bitcoin ETF bidding war is telling me the issuers believe that the winner low fees will be compensated by huge dollar inflows. Now, uh, Alistar from Atlanta Digital echoed those sentiments, anticipating record-breaking inflows and a resultant surge in global interest in Bitcoin. As he shared here, tune in tomorrow and we'll try to break the record for the first day of ETF inflows. Let me know if you think we'll break that record. Meanwhile, on-chain analyst Axel Adler may have found a reason for Bitcoin's lagging performance thus far. He pointed out that the miners have decided to take advantage of the cash inflow into the market. As you can see in this chart, it shows you the Bitcoin miner stats. Now let's discuss 50G's incoming, quoting an analyst here on uh, CEO of Falcon X. What we have been hearing is most people are pricing in net inflows into Bitcoin in the first week or so at one to two billion. So if the net inflows are less than one to two billion, it'll have an adverse effect on the price. And if it is more than one to two billion, which again, it's already 1.8 billion, roughly 20, 30 minutes ago. So it will have a positive effect on the price, according to this analyst. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Now, British HODL, a well-known analyst, shout out British HODL, provided a deeper insight into the current market dynamics, explaining a lack of immediate price movement post-ETF approval and outlining scenarios for significant price changes, depending upon the inflows after the ETFs start trading, quoting British HODL. For anyone wondering, Bitcoin's price has not moved because leverage was wiped out yesterday. Everyone who wanted in before the ETF seems to be in. Only after 9.38, AM tomorrow, which is now today, can the ETFs actually start accepting capital and thus start acquiring Bitcoin. He stated and added that if Bloomberg is right with the $4 billion coming in on the first day, we can see a price of fifty dollars to $57,000 by the close of trading day on Friday, which would be tomorrow. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment that we can see a fifty dollars to $57,000 Bitcoin price target by this time tomorrow. And now for some headlines as well. Kathy Wood was making the rounds, uh, CEO of ARK Invest. She says at least 25% of her financial financial net worth is in Bitcoin. That's what's up, Kathy. She also says, do not FOMO into Bitcoin. No, that's what the SEC says. Kathy Wood says, Bitcoin at 600,000 by 2030 is my base case. And the bull case is 1.5 million per coin. Send it and let's get it. Now quoting Max with some recent tweets, shout out to Sailor who took Bitcoin out of the Ishcoin gutter and set the stage for the today's ETF approval. So much respect to the Giga Chad. He also says today is the end of the beginning for Bitcoin. The middle will mark the biggest explosion in market cap with huge price gains for Bitcoin, 220,000 per coin in play. He also says they can seize these Bitcoin held by the ETFs too. You get USD, they keep your Bitcoin. I would be surprised if this doesn't happen, which ultimately means he's pretty convinced that the government will eventually seize the Bitcoin ETFs and that they have a master plan. Max has been an insider in the financial markets for 40 years, so he knows his stuff. So I have a lot of respect and I, he gets a lot of credibility from me. And uh, he also says the human psyche, a Bitcoin ETF representing one-tenth of a Bitcoin, priced at one-tenth the price 
of a Bitcoin will be seen by investors as much cheaper as bought more aggressively. Unit bias is a thing. This is why when stocks split, the price runs up. And he also tweeted here, Bitcoin has zero utility. It's just perfect money. To the extent gold has any utility, value interferes with its price discovery by the market, where players subjectively try to value the supposed utility value in a monetary exchange. This is why Bitcoin is demonetizing gold. It is perfect money versus gold, less than perfect money, or as Max commonly shares, gold is the poor man's Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. And of course, Peter Schiff, the ultimate gold bug and BTC hater, has been tweeting all over the place bashing Bitcoin. But anyways, family, let's dive into our next story of the day, discuss the latest. We discussed the $50,000 target uh, potentially coming in today. Let's now discuss this ETF launch a little more in detail from the latest source coming from Cointelegraph. But first, here's some updates from SafeArt so you can get the latest. Spot Bitcoin ETFs cross one point. 2 billion in trading volume the first 30 minutes, but that was at 11.01 a.m. And then he updated us here. This was Balchunez. This was at 11.41, almost a good hour after this tweet. And the number still isn't 2.3 billion, but it did, however, hit 1 billion and then 1.8 billion. If you include GBTC, which are unreal first day numbers, records will be smashed today. My source is the consolidation of all the exchange feeds via the Bloomberg terminal. Now let's go to his actual timeline because I have a lot of respect for the senior ETF analyst at Bloomberg, uh, Balchunas, because he's been given phenomenal coverage uh, throughout this ETF launch. So you can see here he posted an hour ago what happened to selling the news. Well, we did touch 49,000, fam, and I told you expect extreme volatility. He also tweeted a minute ago, okay, the news sellers seem to have woken up. Not sure if that's all of that. This is, though, there's likely a lot of cross currents right now with all of these launches and market makers. I agree. And uh, he also wrote 14 minutes ago, here's the latest, the top 10 fresh spot Bitcoin ETFs have seen 1.3 billion in trading volume thus far. And if we add GBTC, we get to 2.3 billion. So we officially crossed 2 billion. And if we add BITO, which has a record day too, but it isn't part of the spot race, we got 3.5 billion for the complex. So there you go, massive volume incoming right now. You can see all the tickers right here. And you can see the new spot uh, ETFs and the whole complex. Shout out to uh, Balchunez. We appreciate all the updates. Uh, he also wrote 11 minutes ago, BITO and GBTC are both in the top 10 amongst overall ETFs in trading volume today. IBIT and FBTC, I think that's the most hilarious uh, ticker, don't you? Also making the top 25. Just to give some context on how this volume fits with the bigger picture, just overall superb showing. Remember the ETH futures ETFs barely did 2 million. So what a drastic difference between the ETH uh, futures and Bitcoin. He also wrote seven minutes ago, reply what all these dollars flying around means for the 10 fresh ETS volume, it equals buying Bitcoin today, clear cut, but GBTC volume probably all selling and maybe BITO has some too. So likely a lot of offsetting is going on. Just my take though, not 100%. Uh, we'll know more when the flows hit tonight. So there you go. But let's go back to this article and I'll read you what's going on here, which was published by Cointelegraph. The first ever spot Bitcoin ETF in the US has started trading, as we know. BlackRock's iShare Bitcoin Trust with the ticker symbol iBit started trading in the pre-market. And at the time of this 
article being published was up 22 and a quarter percent, trading at $26.81. The iTrust uh, or iShares Trust is listed on the NASDAQ exchange. It is official if you didn't get the memo. And I shared with you some of the updates from Balchunez, so I'm going to skip that right there. And apart from BlackRock, Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust also started trading in the pre-market. GBTC shares were up 2% during pre-market trading hours with GBTC listed on the New York Stock Exchange. It's also all over the news. I had family members texting me this morning. They're talking about Bitcoin ETFs on the news. I'm like, yeah, get used to it. We're just getting started. And in the landmark judgment, the SEC approved the 19B4 apps from ARC21 shares, Invesco Galaxy, Vanek, and Vanek just launched a 30-second ETF ad today, which is pretty lit. Let me know if you guys had a chance to see it. Wisdom Tree, Fidelity, Valkyrie, BlackRock, Grayscale, Bitwise, Hashtags, and Franklin Templeton, allowing their spot Bitcoin ETFs to be listed and traded on various public exchanges. The official trading for all 11 approved spot Bitcoin ETFs began officially trading this morning at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. The Bitcoin price didn't react much at first, but we did top uh, 49,000. Currently correcting, consolidating, but it is what it is. Let me know your thoughts of where you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to end before the end of the trading session today. Holla at your boy. Word up, but let's continue. I still got more news to share with you today. Let's discuss the $150,000 target from Rich Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Shout out to Rock. He says, welcome to Merca Bitcoin. Oh, Merica, Merca, Merica Bitcoin. Let's freaking go. Appreciate the super, appreciate the support and love the fact it's Bitcoin orange. So thank you, family. Love and light, appreciate you. But yeah, here's the latest from Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. How many of you have read the book? Let me know. Commenting on the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs by the US SEC, Kiyosaki said he is glad he bought Bitcoin years ago, emphasizing that the price of Bitcoin will soon reach 150,000 per coin. Send it, quitting him here. Bitcoin ETF, yay. Glad I bought years ago, Bitcoin to 150 G soon. I will be buying more gold, silver, and Bitcoin with fake dollars. And we just got word from the real Gary Gensler. Here we go. Here's an update. He says, I need my pump all the way up. Congrats. Appreciate you. Real Gary Gensler, always providing these much needed updates during the streams. Uh, so Kiyosaki also noted gold to the moon as the central banks buy, store, and never sell. Silver to crash as silver stackers sell to pay the bills caused by the rising inflation. Great news for silver stackers. Time to buy more as silver crashes. It's all good news except for losers who save fake fiat US dollars. So don't be one of those losers he's talking about and only keep in the bank what you can afford to lose, fam. The renowned author often refers to fiat currency as fake money because it is fake money. So kudos to him. He previously explained that when President Richard Nixon removed the US dollar from the gold standard in 1971, the US dollar became fake money. Preach. He clarified that this is because rather than being tied to real money, such as gold, it was tied to the full faith and credit of the United States. And what does Bitcoin do? It separates money from the state. It's a direct threat to the central banking cartels, fam. Kiyosaki has been long recommending gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Personally, I'm not a fan of the precious metal markets because they're heavily manipulated and they can be confiscated. That's just me. What do you guys think? He recently said Bitcoin is the best protection against hyperinflation. Also, it's uh, insurance against, you know what I mean, uh, 
catastrophic events. It is a hedge against deflation. It's also, you know what I mean, as I mentioned, it's unconfiscatable, it's incorruptible, and it has all the attributes of gold, but way superior. The Rich Dad Poor Dad author has made a number of bullish predictions about the price ranging from 135,000 in the near term to a million per coin in the event of global economic crisis. Now, we all know we're gonna expect more global economic crises, right, family? <laughs> now, in February, he projected that the price of Bitcoin would reach 500,000 per coin by 2025. Guess what? JV's top prediction there. My range is 222,000 to 500,000, so good to see we're in alignment, while gold can rise to 5,000. Now, what would you rather have? The upside potential of Bitcoin hitting 500,000 or gold practically doubling and hitting 5,000? You tell me, fam. And <laughs> silver can reach 500 within the same time frame. Meanwhile, other big names have also made some big bullish price predictions. Venture capitalist Tim Draper sees Bitcoin hitting 250,000 this year. Send it. And as I mentioned, Standard Chartered's project, uh, projecting 200,000 by 2025, along with Alliance Bernstein. Fueled by the recent spot Bitcoin ETF approvals, also ARK Invest's Kathy Wood is anticipating significant price increase after the ETF launch. So there, you freaking have it. Let me know your thoughts. Shout out to Ron. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. Stack that Bitcoin corn fam. Let's dive into our next story of the day. I got a couple more stories to share, then we'll do our live Q&A. Anthony Scaramucci of Skybridge Capital is predicting $12 trillion for the market cap. So let's break this down, and then we'll be discussing the Omega candle, which is a $100,000 candle on the daily chart. So here we go. The headline reads, 12 trillion Bitcoin market cap incoming, predicts Anthony Scaramucci. Shout out to Scaramucci. The founder and CEO of Skybridge Capital, the Mooch, believes that the total market cap of Bitcoin could rise more than 13-fold from the current level. Send it. Scaramucci says in a new interview on CNBC, the Bitcoin's total market cap stands to potentially equal that of Bitcoin with the entry of the mainstream investors following the potential of the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF by the SEC, quoting the mooch right here. So if there is a sell on the news after the spot Bitcoin ETF approval, though, I'd be surprised because there feels like there are several billion dollars of market demand. And he's right. There's already been two billion, roughly, of inflows entering the ETFs. And remember, those 12-spot Bitcoin ETF issuers want this to get off on a strong start. And I do think they have pent-up demand. We enter the space in 2020. We like it long-term. <laughs> Bitcoin loved me long time. We think Bitcoin could eventually be the same or up there with the market cap of gold that they take that may take a decade, but it is very promising. And that fact that the SEC is going to allow this in brokerage accounts, I think this is meaningful. Now that Wall Street is involved, they will sell this product to their best investors. Now the World Gold Council estimates that the amount of yellow metal mined throughout history stands at approximately 209,000 tons, valued at around 12 trillion. Bitcoin's market cap currently sits just shy of 1 trillion. At the time this article was published, it was just shy of 900 uh, I think they mean billion, clearly, not million. The Skybridge Capital CEO further says the Bitcoin could also benefit from the Fed's plans to ease the monetary policy, quoting the mooch again here. I think more liquidity in the markets is better for Bitcoin. The people who are studying Bitcoin and doing the work on Bitcoin recognize it as a digital store of assets. They see it as a digital form of gold. And so if there is laxity in the interest rate cycle, that means there will be more liquidity. And I think it'll be better for BTC. It'll find its way into more model portfolios. Amen. And let's not forget, it wasn't long ago, last year, BlackRock published a report with their preferred Bitcoin allocation recommendation for portfolios. It was like 
I think it was 84.9%, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty confident that was the number. So BlackRock is already recommending portfolios holding 85% ballpark of Bitcoin. Now, Kathy Wood announced she has over 25% of her wealth stored in Bitcoin. Ricardo Salinas, the third richest amigo in Mexico, has the majority of his portfolio in Bitcoin. And I bet the majority of you guys do as well. Let me know. But anyways, let's dive into our feature stories of the day. Let's discuss the latest with the Omega candle. An Omega candle means a $100,000 candle on the daily chart. I'm going to be sharing the latest updates from Samson Mao, as well as a very epic thread from Balaji, which really struck a chord with me reading it, helping you understand how historic this moment is right now. So let's dive into the latest. I'll start with the Samson Mao tweet. Bitcoin ETFs are approved and trading begins soon in the perfect storm. And yes, he tweeted that right before the trading began. We have officially began. There's already $2 billion in volume. So he wrote here, ETF ad campaigns, which we see in every day, a new ad from another asset manager. Today, they just launched another one from Van Eck. Nation state adoption. There are many countries which could be adopting Bitcoin this year. He predicts at least three of them. Max Kaiser, same, ultimately saying at least three nations are gonna adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender. We have a lot of candidates. We have Mexico, we have Suriname, we have Colombia, we have Mexico. I don't know if I just said Mexico, but there's quite a few out there, family. We also also have potentially sovereign wealth fund in Qatar, which currently controls a half a trillion dollars in assets, could be converting their Bitcoin uh, sovereign wealth or their sovereign wealth fund into Bitcoin. We also have the Saudi money. We have the largest oil company in Saudi Arabia recently partnered with the largest bank of Japan, SBI Holdings, and they're looking to get into digital assets. What's the number one digital asset? You already know, family. The halving, which we know is only three months out. The Veblen effect, the 118x multiplier, the supply shock, very limited supply of biddies out there on the exchanges, recursive demand shock, the low Bitcoin supply on the exchanges, we just mentioned, the Max Payne Theory, Renewed QE, and FASB Accounting, which is now official, which is gonna begin this year. Omega Candle awaits us. Here's a glimpse of what the Omega Candle will look like, fam. Rising into the heavens, let's freaking go. He also tweeted that 58% of Bitcoin Twitter expects Bitcoin to rise to $1 million fast and violently, as he shared in this thread in this poll, what's the most likely path to the inevitable 1 million Bitcoin mark, slow and gradual rise to 1 million over a number of years, or fast and violent in a very short period of time? And 46% of you said fast and violent, and this got over 93,000 views and 6,800 votes. So let's get it. Now, before I read you this thread about Max Payne and Bitcoin going to a million, I want to share the latest from Balaji because this, again, struck a chord with me and very insightful. I think you're going to enjoy it. History is running in reverse. Now, if you don't know who Balaji is, he was the chief technology officer a long time ago over at Coinbase, and he's the one that made the bullish prediction that Bitcoin would hit a million dollars per coin back last year after the regional banking crisis. Nonetheless, here's what he had to share. This is a long thread, so strap in. The Bitcoin ETF is the spiritual reversal of the executive order. 6102. Back in 1935, they seized the gold, but now digital gold is back. 90 years ago, FDR and his fellow travelers rode the 20th century arc of centralization. The choke points of the new tech for mass media and mass production allowed them to gain control over the population, recruit the top talent in their brain trust, and seize the gold after a series of epic legal battles. That's right, the Gold Seizure Act of 1933, fam. Those gold clause cases are forgotten today, but received as much contemporary coverage as 9-11 or the moon landing 
<clears throat> which were both inside jobs. They were the most important issue <clears throat> in the country, receiving far more coverage than seemingly comparable Supreme Court decisions like Roe versus Wade. Why? The reason is that the transition from a gold-backed to fiat-backed system was comparable to a soft communist revolution as the visible seizure of gold laid the groundwork for the invisible seizure of wealth via money printing. And the classically trained judges at the time fully understood this. Justice McReynolds, then famous dissent, denounced the ruling in the harshest terms, noting that the Constitution is gone and the dollar may be 30 cents tomorrow, 10 cents the next day, and one cent the following day. Now, McReynolds was right. While the court was forced into a grudging institutional surrender by FDR's threat of court packing, the gold clause cause affected every economic decision maker in the country as it amounted to the U.S. government explicitly defaulting on its bonds by seizing the assets of its citizens, laying the groundwork for the century of monetary debasement to come. Now, all of that is unwinding. FDR's team could ride the wave of centralizing tech that built giant states around the world. But today, tech today favors decentralization. That's right. Personal computers, end-to-end -end encryption, mobile phones, and of course, cryptocurrency. Thus, today, talent isn't being pulled into a government brain trust. It is being drained out of the U.S. establishment. And as a consequence, the epic legal battles are on balance going our way. It is not just the D.C. Circuit case. The ideological conflict of decentralization and centralization is reflected in the 3-2 vote for the Bitcoin ETF approval itself. Reed Pierce's brilliant pro-liberty approval, Crenshaw's tour denial, and Gensler's reluctant approval. We all hate Gensler. If you want to see Gensler fired, put a one in that live chat. Y'all see the echoes of the gold clause cuss, but in reverse, this time it is the centralized state that is being forced into a grudging institutional surrender, and a surrender it is, as Crenshaw's dissent makes clear. There is no primary regulator for the Bitcoin spot markets. Spot Bitcoin ETPs, exchange-traded products, will be participating in an unregulated, fragmented, continuously traded, globally free-for-all. Even if there were a primary regulator for this market, much of it could be beyond the reach of U.S. regulation. Let that sink in. This is what the U.S. establishment truly fears. Not Bitcoin as fraud, but Bitcoin as freedom. Preach! They want to rule not just you, but the world. So they're scared of the prospect of a global free-for-all beyond the reach of U.S. regulation. And they know that any spot ETF will bid up the price of self-custodied Bitcoin outside of their control, just as Satoshi intended facts. So since FDR's seizure of gold, our lives have revolved around the centralized state rather than the decentralized market. The state has had control for so long, we have forgotten what freedom is. But now, gold is slipping out of their hands and back into yours. History is running in reverse. What a powerful thread, family. Let me know your thoughts on that. And I also want to share with you some of the highlights of this thread from Samson Mao, which he published on January 8th on why we're going to a million dollar Bitcoin in days to weeks after this ETF approval. And guess what? This is day one, family. So he's potentially saying we can expect potentially a million dollar Bitcoin price this 
freaking week. Let's go. Here's what he says. Bitcoin has a way of doing what we least expect in the most disruptive way. For example, at Jan 3, we had many plans and meetings set for 2024. One million Bitcoin could derail everything. Now, number one, ideally, we have a good couple of years to onboard nation states at Jan 3. Fast one million means we're out of time. 50 countries reach out frantically and we're overloaded. All of the careful planning and proposals are out the door. Just smash buying Bitcoin and no sleep. For the team, team no sleep, where you at? Number two, fast 1 million Bitcoin means that plan B stock to flow model breaks again, just when it was looking like it was going on the track record. Max Payne. Number three, Lightning is completely unusable for anyone not using Custodial Wallet or Aqua Bitcoin. Fast 1 million means fees are super high in dollar terms. No new Bitcoin users can afford to create a new Lightning wallet. Max Payne. Number four, fast 1 million Bitcoin means Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy never reached their goal of stacking 1% of the Bitcoin supply. Right now, they're sitting at roughly 0.9%, which is roughly 1%. And their goal, FYI, is to have 5% of the circulating supply, meaning they are looking to hodl 1 million Bitcoin. Right now, they have close to 200,000. So close, so very close. Max Payne-ish. Upside is MicroStrategy is now in the top 30 most valuable companies on the world list. Number five, El Salvador and other countries missed the window to issue their Bitcoin bonds and accumulate substantial stacks of Bitcoin at sub 100,000. The IMF debt still looms. Max Payne. Number six, Christine Lagarde and many high-regarded economists, ha ha ha, lose their jobs, but I think we're okay with this one. Hyper-Bitcoinization and fiat hyperinflation begins in one to two years after a $1 million price action for Bitcoin. Max Payne, hyper-Bitcoinization, let's go. Number seven, Peter Schiff and the gold bugs suffer a collective mental breakdown. After Bitcoin goes to a million fast, gold is still hovering around 2,000. Max Payne, number eight, the plebs are not immune either. Many will be stuck with a number of unspendable UTXOs worth a $500 to $1,000. Many others, not you of course, will sell at 100,000 only to buy back at 500,000. Max Payne, number nine, eight billion people on the planet just missed the most important opportunity of their lifetimes to get into Bitcoin when it would have made a significant economic difference. They can now only work to earn Bitcoin. I think this is the biggest one. Max Payne. And number 10, the entire legacy financial system will need to very quickly reorganize around Bitcoin as the new base. Businesses will need to be able to accept lightning and companies will have to rapidly convert cash reserves to Bitcoin. And none of them are remotely ready. Max Payne. And here's his conclusion. So my point is that the probability of Bitcoin making an unexpected move that results in Max Payne for the largest number of people is the most likely outcome. That means 1 million Bitcoin fast send it. And also because of these reasons, plan accordingly. The ETF approvals aren't priced in. The having isn't priced in. More nation state adoption isn't priced in. Renewed QE isn't priced in. The multiplier effect isn't priced in. The Veblen effect isn't priced in. And all of this is happening at the same time, which all of which is not priced in. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree with that sentiment. Let me know your feedback. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.